Earlier in the night, we had Urchatz. We washed our hands to eat the karpas, vegetables, and salt water. And now we've told the story of liberation. We've told the story of slavery. And we've told the story of redemption. We've spoken about the miracles. We've spoken about the suffering. We've spoken about being taken out of our painful situation and led from a state of oppression into a state, an expansive state, where we can sing God's praises. And now we're washing our hands again. Now, simply stated, we're washing our hands because we're about to eat the matzah. And just like we wash hands before we eat bread, so we wash our hands before we eat the bread of this holiday. But there's another piece of rechitzah, literally cleansing, that is relevant for us here tonight. And my association here is the following, takes us all the way back to the beginning, almost preemptive stages before the process of redemption began. And this is when we see somebody go lirchotz. There's somebody who goes to cleanse. I'm speaking about the daughter of Pharaoh. When the infant Moshe was put in an ark into the Nile because his mother couldn't hide him anymore, and Paro's daughter is going lirchotz in the Nile. She's going to cleanse herself, to bathe in the Nile, and she sees in that moment the little baby sitting in the basket and decides to do the courageous act, the compassionate act of saving him and taking him in as her own child. Now the rabbis say that when she goes lirchotz al or to cleanse herself in the Nile, that she's going to cleanse herself from the idols of her father. She's going to cleanse herself from the perverse and cruel belief system of the house that she comes from, of the house that was ruling over her in the entire country. And this woman decides that at this moment, I'm going to wipe and wash myself clean from all of that. In a sense, taking a dip in the mikvah to purify and cleanse herself from all of that pain-focused, cruel worldview and emerge into a place of compassion and of redemption. And now that we have just told the story of our suffering and of our redemption, now that we have sung God's praises for having saved us, we too get a chance to cleanse ourselves, to cleanse ourselves from limiting beliefs, to cleanse ourselves from any remnants of the kind of belief system that we may still be holding on to, traces of beliefs that maybe I'm not really free. Maybe I'm still under the clutches of that suffering. Maybe I haven't made it out. Maybe there isn't a possibility for hope. And here at Rachza, after we've told that story and sung Dayenu, Dayenu, Dayenu on every single step of the salvation, on every single miracle, from the smallest to the biggest, from the complete to the incomplete, recognizing the miraculous things that God has done for us over and over and over again, we get a chance to bathe 
in that realization. We get a chance to wash ourselves from any limiting beliefs that might still be dragging along within us. And this brings us back to also the trust of Urchatz that we spoke of, Bayana Rachitz. I place faith and trust in this moment, in this experience. That Rachza, I'm washing myself to make sure that I'm ready to emerge clean and redeemed. This podcast is supported in part from a grant from the Hadar Institute. The music is by Rav Daniel Cohn. The audio engineer is David Kwan. For more from the Shefa Podcast Network, visit our Facebook page and please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.